Good morning. I'm Eric Gao, and welcome to Looking South on ICRT, our program looking at the effects and benefits of the Taiwan government's new southbound policy. Today, we are joined by Grace Sao, the chair of the Taipei Bar Association, to tell us about some of the legal issues that small and medium-sized enterprises face internationally. Ms. Sao, good morning, and welcome to the program. Thank you. Hi. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Ms. Sao, what are some of the most common legal issues that SMEs will encounter while they're trying to expand into the Southeast Asian market? Well, as you probably know, international trade is naturally in the genes of Taiwanese businessmen and women. And as a lawyer assisting many international clients, I would say that it's very important for any business, particularly small and medium enterprises, to bear in mind potential legal issues when entering into other markets like Southeast Asian markets because they are less familiar in that environment. As to common legal issues, I suggest small and medium-sized enterprises to consider may include business structure and contractual arrangement because this would depend on the type of business they want to conduct and in which country. So a company needs to consider whether to set up a company or joint venture or to cooperate with a distributor first or simply work with a sales agent. Secondly, they need to consider regulations and compliance issues. Are there any requirements on product registration or labeling? Any import license or special permit required? Product liability, consumer protection issue, or privacy and data protection, IP protection, and possible infringement issues. So I would like to emphasize that encouraging strict compliance with local regulations and globally enforced regulations like GDPR and the U.S. Foreign Corrupt Practice Act are critical. As well, performing sufficient research on the regulatory regimes of target countries and engaging a full-service international firm for all practice measures that Taiwanese small and medium-sized companies should be taking too, that is very important. So you mentioned that some SMEs will work with distributors to promote their products. Uh, so what kind of problems are common when they do so in Southeast Asia? Yeah, I, I noticed a trend, actually. Many Taiwanese businesses would like to start their cooperation in those countries with distributors. So I think they like to do that because that's cheaper and more efficient for them, more convenient for them. However, if they do it without proper arrangement in place, this can result in many problems, and I have experienced saving clients in handling such problems in Malaysia and India. For example, some clients would like to save costs and ask the distributor to apply and hold a product import license or even apply for trademarks on their behalf. Once the business operation is making a profit and the company would like to terminate the distributor agreement, the client may not be able to sell the product if the distributor refuses to return the license back to them. Therefore, must be a well-drafted distribution agreement to protect the party's rights obligation. What about intellectual property and trade secrets? How do companies here in Taiwan make sure that their IP is protected overseas? Well, that's very simple. If you want to protect your IP, remember to register as soon as possible. I know it's expensive, but it's very important because most Asian East Asian countries adopt a first-to-file system for trademarks. And also, I, I re like to remind they to note the language issue because there are many different languages there. So sometimes when you register trademark without 
register the local language version, then someone might take it and register it, and then you will be prevented from using your own trademark. As to patents, uh, I know people think that patent systems in Asian countries are still not very consistent and mature. However, since 2009, there has been a regional patent working sharing program among nine participating member states, the Asian Patent Examination Cooperation. So to file patent applications through ASPEC can be faster and more efficient. Strategically, a company can file a patent in Taiwan first or file that in a PCT country, and then they can claim international priority in Singapore or other ASPEC countries within certain period. According to a survey done by Baker McKenzie, protecting trade secrets has become a major concern for many companies. So trade secrets must be clearly defined, and reasonable measures must be taken to protect its secrecy. And we notice that sometimes uh, the risk may arise because of departure of ex-employees. So I, I would suggest that they review the employment contracts and also relevant agreements carefully. Mm. Well, uh, taxation is something that every company is sure to encounter. Uh, what are some of the key things that they need to keep in mind when handling taxes in uh, New Southbound policy partner countries? Tax planning is often a subject that requires a tailor-made advice based on the company's shareholding and company structure. But what I cannot stress enough is that planning ahead is key. You need to understand uh, corporate income tax rates, value-added tax, VAT, goods and service tax, property tax, withholding tax, especially their withholding obligation for royalty payments, personal income tax, and stamp duties. They are all important in deciding where to set up a business. In addition, taxation may affect certain industries differently. For example, I'm aware that Singapore maintains a preferential taxation scheme for new startup companies and offers partial tax exemptions to incentivize FDI. In Malaysia, the government imposes 38% corporate income tax rate on petroleum companies that operate there. So again, planning ahead to understand the full scope of the tax situation is very important. Well, what about uh, certifications and credentials? Are the processes for getting certified for things like, uh, say, halal or organic foods different in other countries? Yes, very different. For example, Indonesia has wide-ranging discretion in applying their food law and can change policy from time to time without public notice. Initiating from October 2019, all food and beverage products that enter and trade Indonesia must be HALA certified. This is just one example out of a handful that demonstrate that a one-size-fits-all approach cannot be applied to setting up shops in Southeast Asia. Different uh, government agencies and ministries within different countries handle food, pharmaceutical, and manufacturing certifications differently. I know this case is coming up, but seeking the help of local council is not something you want to ignore. So if companies are having any legal problems, uh, what services does the Taiwan government provide to help them overcome these problems? Currently, the new Southbound Service Center within the Office of Trade Negotiation under the Executive Yuan may provide relevant investment advice and provide other helpful information and assistance to small and medium-sized uh, enterprises. Also, I noticed that the Taiwan Intellectual Property Office 
also did a very good job in preparing study on IP systems in Vietnam, Thailand, Indonesia, Philippines, and Malaysia. They are also very willing to provide information, and there are helpful information on their websites and Facebook. Locally, I think uh, people can find the government uh, maintains Taipei Economic and Cultural Representative Office in the Asian countries. They can assist Taiwanese citizens and companies to obtain legal assistance. And they should be able to connect those who need with suitable Chinese-speaking lawyers in respective countries. And also, I think the Ministry of Economic Affairs and Taiwan External Trade Development Council also maintain presence in key Asian countries. And as you know, the Taipei Bar Association, we just have a direct connection with other bar associations in Asian countries, and we will be willing to provide information and help if necessary. We've been chatting with Chair Grace Xiao of the Taipei Bar Association about some common legal problems faced by Taiwanese companies when they go abroad. Uh, Ms. Xiao, thank you for taking the time to share with us this morning. You're welcome. Thank you. And that's it for this week's episode of Looking South. Ms. Xiao will be back with us next week as we continue exploring the legal labyrinth of overseas business. Make sure you tune in then to catch the rest of the conversation. I'm Eric Gao, and thank you all for tuning in.